Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. I have learned to be content in all things, and yes, it was freaking hard. Learning to be content in all things, no matter what your situation is or how difficult it is, As a Christian, it sounds all nice in the sense that we should be content with what God gave us in whatever situation that we're in, but the reality can be different. Different in the sense that you can want more money, a better job, a better relationship, or to be in a better situation, and it is hard to be content when you hate the world around you. I have wrote about choosing to be happy, which you can click the link down below to read that blog. Knowing that happiness can be a choice no matter what's happening. Yes, this is hard to digest, but once you have learned to be content in all things, then you have mastered life. And that is when more good will come to you. Because life is going to happen to you, sometimes good, sometimes bad, and sometimes horrific. And sometimes they will be a thing that you can control, and sometimes they will be things that you cannot control. And if you allow those things to jack up your whole way of being, then not only are you not content, but you are allowing the world around you to dictate your mood and how you feel about your life. You can check out the time that I was struggling to meet ends meet, even as a college graduate, by clicking the link down below. It was terrible, but it was a season that I learned to be content in all things. One thing that I said in my single mom's book was this. As a single mother, I've gone through so many things, especially when it comes to money. I never really got a steady stream of child support, mainly because my child's father was in prison for seven years after my son was born. After I got laid off from my job, the only emotion that I felt was fear and anxiety. I felt fear when I heard the truck come in my neighborhood, thinking they were coming to turn the lights off because I was late paying my utilities. I felt fear over not knowing if I was going to get food or to pay my son's tuition so that he could keep going to school. I was a nervous wreck about any and everything because everything was going so wrong and I did not know what tomorrow could bring. I felt fear and anxiety all the time. Even though that was a hard time in my life, I literally lacked for nothing. We always had something to eat and I had basic utilities that I needed. I feared because I did not know. I did not know how, when, or what, so that made me afraid. But despite the fact that it was a terrible time in my life, I would never want to repeat. It was a time in my life that I learned not to fear. The Bible teaches us that there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. 1 John 4, 18 This was a hard lesson, even when I had no job, when it took me so long to get another one, and when I was underpaid and still struggling. It took years to get to a spot where I did not feel like I was broke all the time. But in the midst of that emotion, I stopped fearing. I learned that no matter how many things were not going the way I wanted them to, worrying did not change anything, nor did it get me anywhere. Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? What does worrying get you? It almost got me a nervous breakdown, and I'm not being funny. I was a nervous wreck but what can you change by worrying? If they were going to turn off my lights and that's what they were going to do, turn off my lights, me worrying was not going to fix that. What was going to fix it was trusting God because God was the one that provided for me the entire time despite my worrying and nervousness. As Christians, God calls us to be of the world but not in it, which I have a separate blog post on. You can click the link down below to read. God never promises that because we are Christian that everything is going to go our way and nothing bad is never going to happen to us. In fact, if you read the Bible, most people that are of God have faced some type of hardship one way or the next. So no, you are not exempt, but God does require us to be content. 
Not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or uneasy, regardless of my circumstances. I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times, and I know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. Philippians 4, 11-12 Number one, I have learned to be content in all things by trusting God. I have learned to be content, but the key to learning how to be content in all things is that you have to trust God, that he will bring you through a bad situation or the bad situation you are in is for a reason. People tend to have trouble being content in bad situations because they fear the unknown. But fear is not perfected in love, which I have a separate blog post on it. You can click the link down below to read that. When I was in the above situations, that is what I like to call the wilderness season, and although I didn't like it, I learned contentment because there was nothing that I could do to change it, and so all I could do was to trust God because that was all I could do. You can watch the video down below, and don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below. If you know that God loves you, then know that everything will work out according to his plan, and also know that God's plan may not be your plan. His plan may not look like what you want it to look like right now. His plan may be the opposite of your plan. But you know simply because God loves you that whatever the situation, good, bad, or indifferent, that God has got your back. And even if things seems like they are bad now, then you know that eventually it will turn into good and even the bad will work out for your greater good. And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned for us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love, to those who are called according to his purpose and his plan. Romans 8.28 You will start to worry and have anxiety over why things are happening to you and subconsciously you are telling God that you do not trust what he's doing or you do not trust him to get you out of whatever you are going through. So what we have learned here is that being content and trusting God does go hand in hand. Because as long as you have trust in God, even if things are bad, you will be content because you know God wants the best for you and not the worst. And if he is allowing something to happen, then it is for a reason. So an affirmation that you have to tell yourself is that I have learned to be content because I trust God unconditionally, no matter what I'm going through and no matter what situation I am in, good or bad. Number two, don't let outside things influence you. I have learned to be content by not letting the outside in. I say this so many times in my blog. I talk about this in my Daddy Issues blog that you can click the link down below. People talking behind your back, which you can click the link down below to read that. And my Accepting the Things You Cannot Change blog, which you can click the link down below to read that. You cannot control other people and you cannot control yourself. You cannot control how other people treat you, what they do to you, or what happens to you to an extent that is. So if you cannot control it, then why allow it to steal your joy? Like I said in my above situations is that me feeling anxiety and fear did not do anything at all but make the situation worse. Was I going to allow worry to stop me from being content? And if I did, what would that have helped? And which of you by worrying can add an hour to his life's plan. So if you are not even able to do a very little thing such as that, why are you worried about the rest? Luke 12, 25. You cannot be controlled by outside things because if that is the case, you will always be affected by something and you will always be discontent about something. So instead of sitting there and being down about things that you cannot control, just choose to ignore them and choose to be content anyway, knowing that all of your needs one way or another are being provided for. And even if you feel like they aren't, worrying is not going to change that. You can also check out my video down below on how not to give a crap. Number three. Realize that things are just not all that bad. I have learned to be content 
You could be sitting here right now with zero dollars in your bank wondering where your next meal is coming from. Even though that is bad, I can show you somebody in the world that doesn't even have a bank account and has not eaten in days. If you think that that is bad, I can show you someone that has it even worse. I remember when I was complaining about losing my job, I was watching the Trinity Broadcast Network and I saw James Robinson's Feed the Children initiative and the ones were in some parts of the world, they don't even have clean water to drink. In that moment, God spoke to me to tell me that my life was not that bad because on any given day, I could go to the water fountain and get clean water. And even the homeless shelters in America have clean water and food. The same things that you are complaining about, someone is wishing that they had. Sometimes you just have to put things into perspective and realize that things are not that bad. And even if they are that bad, tell yourself that things can only go up from here. Learning to be content means that you must learn that you have to choose to be thankful for what you do have no matter what your situation is. Because more than likely there is someone out there that has 10 times worse and would love to be in your position and would love to have what you have. So be thankful for what you do have and also try to improve upon what you do instead of focusing on what you don't. Number four, learning to control your mouth. Words have power, which I have a separate blog post on that you can read down below and also a separate video that you can watch down below. If you're always speaking negative about how much things suck, then that's what your life is going to be. A bunch of things that suck because that's what you're speaking into existence. If you speak positive and speak things into existence, then things can change for you. Saying things like, yeah, it may not be great now, but it will be, gives you hope. And it gives you the trust in God that things will get better. But complaining about it Getting angry about it and always speaking crazy about it would not do anything but make you a negative person, which is the opposite of content. So watch your tongue and learn to be content with the things that you say out of your mouth. For what comes out of the mouth is what your heart is full of, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read that. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife and fault finding and slander be put away from you. Along with every kind of malice, all spitefulness, verbal abuse. Ephesians 4.21 And death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruits and bear the consequences of their words. Proverbs 18.21 Therefore know that your words have power and you can speak life or death. And if you tell yourself how much your life sucks and how unhappy you are, you'll never be content. But changing your words, you will learn how to feel content and speak encouragement to yourself even if you don't feel wonderful. The more you speak positive, you will be positive. Learn to be content in all things. It is possible once you learn it and you will see things to start turn around for you. Don't be easily swayed by your emotions, but be stable, clear-headed, and content no matter what your situation. If you know someone who may need to read this post, then go ahead and share it with them. And also consider getting my Christian Manifestation Guide, which you can click the link down below to get, which will give you positive affirmations and Bible verses.